Feed me more. Conversation with the big guy. I am the big guy Ryback. We got a we got a full house here today. We got Asian Joe, we got JD, Ace, Mike Malero. We we got a we got a all hands on deck for conversation with the big guy this week. Now the party. It is, it is, it is, a, it is a party. The uh, how's everyone sausage doing? Party. Yeah. yeah. Let's not talk about sausage party. <laughs> no. That is clearly obvious. That's what's going on here. I feel, but. <laughs> Awkward start to conversation with the big guy this week. <laughs> Awkward start. The uh, We're going to start off hot this week. We're trying to, to update this show, and me and Asian Joe are playing around with the... We got a TV that uh, you should be able to see on the YouTube broadcast. And I uh, apologize, the logo is not up behind me, yet the uh, laptop decided to restart here as we were trying to figure a few things out. And, Thank uh, you, Microsoft, for... Uh... The nice updates. And my Wi-Fi, this, uh, the Wi-Fi, there are issues again with the house Wi-Fi with Cox Cable, which has been uh, a nightmare since I've been here. So um, hopefully I might have to call them to come back out and again. But anyways, the show must go on. We'll get it figured out. Yeah. We're all here. We're starting off with the wrestling news. How's, we, have we had a busy week in the, in the world of wrestling, Ace? It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, we had a real busy week, but I actually want to start talking about uh, why it ended this week. Uh, you know, you were on, you had a great show. I think you got a lot of good feedback. Just uh, it, it, was, it opened a lot of people's eyes up on who you are and what you're about. And I, I was really glad that more people got to experience, you know, the real Ryback. No, thank you. That was actually, I was uh, really happy with how that was received. I was actually talking to JD about that, that it's nothing I haven't said already, but I it was... Um, I think sometimes when you talk on another platform, it, it can be heard differently, maybe. And uh, whereas on JD kind of it helped explain it, maybe when I'm on my show, that that maybe people think it's biased or me, you know, it's my show. And uh, but when you go on another platform and you had they they were great on how they conducted that entire interview. And again, it was nothing I haven't said already, but it was uh, I thought they did a really good job of kind of telling a story from beginning to end and tying it all together. And um, I was really happy to do it. And I'm really thankful that hopefully uh, a lot more people understand why I'm doing what I'm doing and in my situation. So it's uh, not everyone's going to understand, but you know, all I could do is tell my story and, and it seemed to have been well received. So thank you. All right. I'm uh, going to start this week with, you know, a bit of sad news. We're going to start with a big Van Vader. Uh, you know, sadly, uh, Vader died this week after a long struggle with, you know, he had heart failure and, According to his son, uh, he had pneumonia, and that uh, you know his body just wasn't able to fight it off. Uh, Leon White, Big Van Vader, began his sports entertainment career in the mid-1980s after retiring from the NFL due to injury. He rose to national prominence in Verganya's American Wrestling Association for joining New Japan Pro Wrestling as the masked Big Van Vader. Uh, you know he transitioned into World Championship Wrestling, where he made where he made the biggest spark of his career. He engaged in rivalries with Sting, Ron Simmons. He became a dominant three-time WCW champion. And he did, then he joined the WWE, where he fought Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. He was on TV as Big uh, Boy Meets World. 
Uh, you know, as a kid, I was kind of terrified by Vader. He had this great presence. He looked like a monster. He was in the ring. It looked like a real fight. Uh, one of the, my favorite Vader stories that came out this week uh, was talking about Ken Shamrock. He had a match with Shamrock. He kept trying to tell Shamrock, uh, it's a wrestling match. You don't need to punch full bore. Next time Shamrock hit him, Vader just floored him with one punch. And that was, you know, that was Vader to me. He was just this big, massive, imposing figure who knew to yeah. put, how to put his will on people when he needed to. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. And uh, thoughts and positive uh, energy and... Have you ever met him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he did some stuff with WWE with Heath Slater um, early on <laughs> up there, and uh, when they brought back a lot of WWE legends, mm-hmm. got a great, great um, reception from the crowd. And uh, I remember he was actually he was like doing the splits backstage, which I was completely not expecting. <laughs> like he like he was very, but he was you could tell he was a lot older and and he was beat up, but. He was back there warming up and stretching. Like, that was, you could tell, like, he was preparing. It was a really big moment for him to be able to go back and, uh, in, in front of the crowd and, 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 and perform because it had been some time. But um, I saw him on, a, on an independent show or two here in the last year. And uh, it's just really unfortunate. It's, it's, uh, how old was Vader, Mike? I believe 63? it was 63, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It just seems like it's too young. Uh, yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, it's... but especially with someone that big, you know, <clears throat> I mean, his joints, his you know body, you know, like yeah. Andre the Giant, for instance, like it just takes a toll, you know, on your organs and stuff like that. Try to, um, you know, just trying to live through life. With yeah, him. no, well, the life of a wrestler is an extremely tough life, and and uh, he he was a uh, larger than life on screen personality and a larger than life real life just huge big man and a very large human being and uh very agile and and uh, i always loved him as a kid and um it's uh, i knew his son uh from florida championship wrestling who who was always really kind and uh it's just uh you hate hearing this news and and it's we we don't get it as often as we were there for a while with everything but it's um it sucks. I know JD, you actually had because I know you told me this week you had a cool story with him. Like because it, 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 I'd always heard really good things about him outside of from when I was over in the UK from a group of uh, people, which kind of made sense based off of the Osprey stuff that we were talking about and whatnot. Because um, I I think they were friends of his, and but uh, I'd always heard great things about him. And uh, he was always beyond nice to me. But you actually made gear for him too, JD. Isn't that correct? Yeah, actually, the thing with Slater that you were talking about was around the time because I was doing his son's gear, Jesse's, and uh, who was a really good kid. Yeah. And uh, he's one of those guys where you, you spend a little time with him and you say he's too nice to be in the wrestling business. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, he, he, a real good kid, just a good human being. And uh, all of a sudden, just one day, I got a phone call, and, and I, you know, I answered it, and this is real soft voice, and he just said, you know, how you doing, sir? My name is Le- <laughs> my name is Leon. I was also known as Big Van Vader. I was wondering if you'd be <laughs> able to help me out. And uh, I always got a kick out of the fact that he didn't refer to it as gear or tights or anything. He always called it a uniform. Yeah, huh. I like that. But he. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, just professional, right? Like, this is my uniform. Fucking athlete. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and uh, he, you know, he was just one of those guys that when you watched him growing up, he 
made you believe you never for a second thought that despite the fact that he was wearing tights or a face mask that he was hokey or you know anything other than legit and uh, that's like i said i even popped when uh I did a couple different tops to his to his singlet, and he was having he had lost a bunch of weight. He dropped from four hundred to three, maybe it was like three thirty ish, and he yeah. was insecure about his chest, and he and he was trying to describe it to me on the phone, and I said I I can't, I don't understand what you're saying. I said like, you take a picture and kind of like point to me, yeah. or like where what what you're talking about, and. He po- he got his wife to take a picture because he didn't know how to do a selfie, and he was, <laughs> you know, he was posing like Vader in his living room because, and he just said, you know, if the, the picture ever gets out, like I can't have people see me not as as Vader, and it's just a throwback thing, right? A lot of guys just never ever broke character for the most part, but uh, super nice guy, he always took real good care of me in, in that regard. He was very appreciative. He was very easy to talk to. And, uh, 63 was too young, man. I agree. And, uh, he's in a better place. And, um, I just remember doing a show in Georgia and, uh, an independent show. And I actually, I, after I had my first round of stem cells and I was walking down the hall and, um, he was sitting there getting changed and, uh, he, said hello and then I was watching the matches and I was sitting there by a gorilla kind of where the where the entrance was they had a curtain and he uh before his match and his music hit and and he comes walking by and he just he just said he just said hey big guy but I just remember he got a great the crowd was was hot for him and but it just seeing he was really beat up and struggling you could tell and it's um his health definitely it, it hasn't been good for some time, and and uh, hopefully you know he's not he's not in pain anymore, and it's uh, he's in a better place. But thank you, Vader, for all your contributions to pro wrestling, and guys like him, like I said, are uh, they don't make superstars like that anymore, unfortunately, and um, he was one of a kind. So they don't make men like that anymore. <laughs> no, no, I mean he was he was a badass. That was. Uh, that's a pro wrestler. Hmm. All right. Uh, you know, story that came out this week, about, uh, WD released Big Cass on June 19th. WD announced uh, they come to terms with the release of William Morrissey, Big Cass. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors about why. I mean, you know, I, I kind of sometimes think of these situations, WD leaks these stories. Uh, they said, you know, he went off script a couple weeks ago. It was a segment involving a midget. Uh, he said, uh, little, little person, to, just for everybody out there for Hornswoggle. <laughs> I just heard him get really, really angry right now. Just so everybody, little person. Sorry, we, we don't need any more heat on this show, Ace. Wait, no. if, if, if he's reading off uh, an article, yeah, then it's the article's fault, not not Ace's. Fault. I just God. still, I that just still, I just, I just correct, just politically correct conversation with the big guy. It's, okay, little person. Little Hornswoggle's my little friend. I, I like to vertical challenge. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. <laughs> But uh, they said you know, that was one of the stories. Another story that came out was he had some kind of altercation with his ex, Carmilla. Uh, they said, you know, some people are saying he was drinking heavily. You know, and like I said, I kind of think sometimes WWE leaks these stories to try to make these guys look bad or something like that. It, <laughs> yeah, know, I don't know. It, this this is pretty bad. There's a, just one after the other after the other, I feel like, on this. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I thought it was strange. You know, we had a good match last week against Daniel Bryan. But, uh, 
And the other thing I thought was funny, you know, you, usually W has this this statement, you know, uh, we wish you luck in their future endeavors. He actually didn't say it this time. So I was kind of, you know, wondering if there's something to it. But, uh, yeah, Probably, I just think it's very yeah. likely you're going to see Endo, Big Cass and Enzo on the indies <laughs> the next couple months. Yeah, I don't know. That that would that would seem to be the, if they, they had a falling out of any sorts, it would be wise financially for them to... Uh, to probably make up and uh, and do business together because they would they would probably get a good year, a good hot year on the independence if they uh, at least if they stay together, if not longer than that. But I think if they go solo, it's not quite as uh, maybe uh, I don't know. It, it, you, you never really know those things. But uh, they were up there for a minute. It, it sometimes takes uh, so they they could definitely have a run on the independence. But I, I do I do think together Cass has he was out injured for almost a year you know and he just came back and it's unfortunate you hear those things you can't believe everything you see and you don't know obviously there obviously was an issue that they they didn't wish him well or anything of that nature and you hear if there was an altercation and and whatnot and who knows who's that you but sometimes I feel like. They could they could paint whatever picture they want to paint with guys when guys leave and I, I definitely don't think it was a good situation uh, by any means and and hearing that you know the thing with the rehearsal and you I I can't really I, if that was the case that's not good like I don't know where his head was at if that was the situation as far as like uh, that's work and that's the that's what you do when you're there and nobody likes doing rehearsals that's just it, it's nobody likes doing them and, and whatnot but it's work. And that's what you do, and that's what they want, and you you do it. And when they ask you to be by the ring, you stop what you're doing, you go to the ring, and what else are you doing? You're at work. And and, and not saying, I don't know if that was the, who knows what the real situation was with him and whatnot, but but you hear all these things coming out. And European tours, too, the drinking, guys drink on the European tours nonstop. So that one's kind of like, eh, unless you're really, you know, I've seen top to bottom guys absolutely shit faced. As long as you're just happy, you know, it, 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 it's it's only it's it, it, it's the guys. Every bus is filled with liquor after the shows. The guys are not not everyone drinks, but there's beers, there's wine, there's hard liquor, and uh, for those long bus rides because you're on the road for two weeks straight wrestling every single night. And um, but again, other guys, if you don't tolerate your liquor well and and maybe it was just a culmination of a lot of things and and whatnot. But so it, it's unfortunate. But you know, if he uh, he wasn't in a position where you can even in, in they don't they don't want that kind of behavior and uh, and they don't have to deal with it. And and that's that was the case with that. But JD, any thoughts on your end on that? Not really. I mean, I don't know the situation. If uh, I mean, it was made clear i guess that he wasn't happy with that one skit where he wanted to beat up the little guy and they said uh, don't do it you know logically speaking it didn't really i mean he's seven feet tall or supposed to be seven feet tall and he dropped down and was laying on his stomach to punch this little person it kind of takes defeats the whole he's so big because he's laying on the mat and like they used to say about tall guys, you know, when, when the shorter guys took them down, they'd say, you're all the same height when you lay down on the mat. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, removed what's special about him, especially 
for that segment the, uh, at least for, for that, that yeah, yeah. yeah i get what you're saying yeah like, yeah and then i mean it's not like the segment was gonna make or break him so i no. why he chose to die on that hill if that's what happened i don't really i mean that's not a good way a, to lose your job i mean that's not a good battle to yeah. pick to, well, it's, it's not, not a, it's worth not, it it's not, it's not it's not a make or break segment. No. You know, Nobody, the promo yeah. was happening either way or whatever happened with it. So, I mean, it's not like, I don't know, you know. And uh, if it was other stuff, I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't talked to anybody recently, and I don't know. So I can't say for sure. Yeah. But I, it's all speculation, either way, I think. Yeah, and I think on top of that, too, there being, you know, especially with this new deal from Fox, I think the micromanagement, <laughs> of everything is going to go to another level, including all behavior, everything, because controlling everything is what's allowing them to get this money in a sense, because they can say, Hey, our show is safe. You're, nobody's going to say something stupid. Nobody's going to do something stupid. Yeah. The environment is completely controlled. Nobody's going to piss anybody off. There's going to be nothing politically incorrect. And, we have, you know, there used, there used to be a stigma that, you know, Vince didn't always have control over the guys in the locker room, yeah. which to some degree was true. But now I think in terms of these relationships they have, which are financially beneficial to them, they like the perception that they rule with an iron fist and everybody's expendable and, you know, they'll cut you if they want. Like, it's not. A, yeah. You know, well, it's in two. They've they've gone. They they like being. They're a TV show. They produce it like a TV show. TV shows are scripted. The TV shows have writers. That is how they run business. That's how they. That is what it is now. And it's um, TV shows have sags. <laughs> good point. Very good point, JD. But but you know what I mean on that. And it's kind of they. Uh, you got to know you got to you got to know when and what battles to pick in and, and that it is it's unfortunate and you never know i'm sure uh you know if he if he wants to to go back down the line and maybe is, if, if there was an attitude problem again if there was and you know and that's adjusted and and everybody can and he might have not been happy the road's not easy and it could wear on you it wears on everyone in different ways and you know he obviously had a breakup with her while and that's not easy and then you, again they that's why they say don't shit where you eat, because that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And, and unless you're in a top top position, even then, it's just it's risky, man. It's a really in it, but it, it it is what it is. So, uh, WWE uh, UK has been announced. Uh, while he was appearing at the WWE's UK title tournament taping on Monday, uh, Triple H announced that the UK was getting its own version of NXT, with taping being for the new show in July. Uh, NXT UK will showcase wrestling's top talents in the UK and Ireland, with three championship titles being up for grabs in addition to the WUK title. Uh, there'll be a UK Tag Team Champion and a, w a UK Women's Championship, too. Uh, they announced Johnny Saint is going to be the general manager. Uh, to me, it just shows they have a lot of faith in the NXT name, and it's you know becoming its own brand. And uh, this marks a huge big step if W is going to be becoming a global company like it is. You know, they just keep expanding, and uh, I think it's a smart move to bring Johnny Saint. You know, it gives them some credibility in the UK, yeah. so... Yeah, no, there, there. It is, it is growing at a rapid rate, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if down the line they have performance centers in, in multiple countries, and um, 
you know, and not to say they're going to churn out talent like NXT in the United States is, but, you know, if they get, you know, a talent or two here and there from these other things, they have, like John Laurinaitis always used to say in developmental, like it was, you know, they'd pay all these guys a little bit of money, you know, and if they got, if they got one megastar out of the, all the guys and all like in, in, in five, six, seven, eight years, it's worth it. Like that. So that it's for them, it's an investment. And, and then the more people they have, training to become WWE superstars and they get the right personnel and in place and, and, uh, it's growing. It is growing and it's going to continue to grow. And, uh, I, I don't say it, it's, it's a good move for them as far as that, as far as talent, like it's just corralling talent. And again, you get one megastar out of that in the next 10 years. It's, it's worth it. So. Uh, the other thing, sadly, that came out this week, uh, Sami Zayn's out for the rest of the year. Uh, apparently, he had a ro uh, torn rotator cuff, and they discovered he had a, the other one was torn, too. So Sami said, I guess most people know about this injury. I've been working with this for some time. I don't know exactly when I tore it. I think I tore it or initially injured it at a Montreal live event, which is ironic because I injured my left shoulder, now somewhat famously, in Montreal in my debut against John Cena. At a live event this past August, wrestling gender, I injured it again. Uh, but my left shoulder, my bad shoulder, started to act up again as well. The shoulder hasn't quite been the same since surgery anyway, so now I've gotten used to the fact that the shoulder was the bad one, but it's gotten progressively worse. So basically, long story short, I now have two torn rotator cuffs. The left one and the right one are both torn. I just underwent surgery on the right one, and about six or seven weeks, I'll be undergoing surgery on the left one. You know, the one thing that occurs to me is, you know, Sammy wrestled a much more crazy style in the indies, and he was never injured as much. And you really have to wonder if it's just the wear and tear on his body or just that WWE schedule. I mean... He's wrestling a much different schedule now than he ever did on the indies. So yeah, no, this is a clear-cut example of a guy that's abused steroids over his career and his body's just <laughs> broken down. It's you know we've seen it time and time again, and it's just this is one of those examples. Uh, no, it's uh, that's a joke, Sammy. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if that that's one of those deals where from he wrestled on the independents for how long and. and and a very uh, aggressive physical style that the that a lot of guys uh, are doing, and uh, and then you get to WWE and, and there's that schedule. They have it easier now. They're not even doing five days a week. They're doing four uh, with the split rosters and whatnot. But he, I'm sure he's then they do tours and whatnot. Four is is more than enough, and it's not easy. And you got to perform at a very high level each and every night and. Another thing, too, is, you know, on the independence, there's a lot of smaller guys. When you get to WWE, you're wrestling a lot of bigger guys, too. Even though the, the size of wrestlers has gone down over the years, you still have larger guys in general in WWE. And, it, again, it, it's that's one part of the wrestling bigger guys. It's not easy. And it's just all of it. That schedule, it's a combination of things. And he might genetically just have bad shoulders. But it's good. He won't be out nearly as long if they, I know they were doing it, they did it with Finn, I'd heard, and some others, that get the surgery done, and then you go right in pretty fairly shortly after the, the surgeries, and you do the, the stem cell procedure, and it, it heals, it, these guys are, can come back months ahead of time if they get it done, and uh, he would be wise if uh, Sami Zayn out there, I would, uh, I would, uh, try to get the stem cell procedure done on both your shoulders uh, shortly after the surgeries, which I'm sure they're going to do um, because it just, it, it, it strengthens the repair of the surgery and 
it, it help it heals, it speeds up the healing process. So, but again, he, he's went hard for a bit. So he was there when I was there, and uh, I always enjoyed talking to Sammy and uh, intelligent guy, and he uh, enjoy the break. <laughs> that's uh, mm-hmm. that's your vacation, but um, it's it's usually gonna it's, it's rehab. There'll be a little downtime after the for the uh, surgeries. But I'm sure he'll get a week or two off, and then rehab starts probably after the second surgery, a couple weeks after the second surgery. So maybe he'll have a month of downtime, and which will seem like forever after coming off the road, and uh, and then he will uh, he'll be working to get back on the road. So I wish him well in a speedy recovery. Um, the other thing they announced this week that apparently All In is definitely going to be airing after all. Uh, Cody Rose and the Bucks announced on Twitter, we confirm that we've decided in favor of licensing production. 100% of the event will be broadcast in some capacity. We want as many people to see it as possible. Details to come. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear it. I really want to see All In. It seems like it's going to be a great show. And uh, yeah, I'm curious what the platform we're going to use. I guess probably Twitch is, you know, seems to be a lot of the indie places are doing these days, but I don't know how well you can monetize that, but I'm sure they'll, they'll figure it out. They seem to be doing pretty damn well with this show. So, Yeah, now that's, uh, that's a good move. That's smart on their part, and you're gonna run a show that big. You wanna you wanna cover yourself on all on all angles and all bases, and uh, they appear to be doing that. So, congratulations to those guys, and that's um, smart, very smart. Yeah, I mean, you want to air it because these days, somebody in the crowd will film it, and they'll either you know be on Instagram Live or or uh you know they'll stream it afterwards and once people see it you can't get them to pay for it so you might as well right from monetize the very it. beginning broadcast yeah monetize it and, and broadcast it yourself i mean it's one thing to run an event and sort of say um this is going to be exclusive for the crowd that's here but for something like this it's your your uh your debut show you want to be all in you know, and make as much money as you can. So, especially too, and they, they plan on running other doing all in too. And if this is something that this could become a become something much much more if this goes well, and uh, which it appear all signs appear that it's going to do well. And if it turns out to be very financially positive for these guys, uh, you know, that's what you make the most that you can with this. You're going to put out this this show, and you're going to bring these guys in and. It, the next one could be even bigger, and it'll be a great learning experience for all of them as well. You know, they're all, and Cody has a mind for this coming from Dusty, and that's not a shock at all, knowing Cody for as long as I've known him and whatnot, seeing him go this route and do all this. So it's uh, it's going to be a good deal. So I'm, I'm happy for them. Okay, one really weird thing I noticed this week, um, you know, W's doing a lot of spoilers now. Uh, apparently on June 19th, they had a, at the, uh, taping of the UK championship tournament, they had, uh, Trent Seven, uh, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate win the NXT tag titles from the Undisputed Era. W announced it on their website. Then on June 21st, they announced that the NXT tapings, they won the titles back. Now the first show still hasn't aired yet. The UK championship tournament doesn't even air until June 26th, but they've already had two title changes since. And, you know, I, it, it, like we were talking before, is people going to watch something where it's already been spoiled? I, I don't think it's going to increase your viewership to me. But I, their viewership with that is not rating based because both of those things fair. air on the network, right? Yeah. True. Very true. So they're probably just trying to drive people like, hey, if you're not a member of the network, sign up because you don't want to miss th- 
this incredible title change because i mean if it was a television show i mean it'd be pretty silly to to spoil it right but yeah. i think it's all about the network yeah that, thought of that. yeah it makes that sense i would agree with that uh last story of the night uh something that actually happened last week we didn't get to talk about uh brock lesnar is now officially the longest consecutive reign as modern day world champion uh, you know, CM Punk had 434 days as of last week. Brock's been champion for 440 days. And a lot of people want to criticize that Brock you know, has only defended the titles 10 times as opposed to Punk who defended 141 times. But, you know, I grew up in that wrestling era where you only had the one big show. And they were sort of talking about this on one of the podcasts this week that Hogan, I mean, you didn't see him wrestle every week. You know, it, you know, it was more of a draw when he'd come out every two months, three months, four yeah. months for a pay-per-view. And I think that's the advantage of Brock, too. I mean, I know people want to say, oh, you know, tarnish the championship. But again, it's a fake title, whatever. But I think it really draws money when you only see that champ once in a while. And now you kind of got that tease with Braun Strowman's going to be chasing him. So, yeah, I people will bitch to bitch. And it's (laughs) uh, who the fuck cares? Like the guy, (laughs) like it's he is a smart businessman. This is a business that rapes wrestlers, has raped wrestlers from day one. The tides have turned. Like he, he is getting everything out of pro wrestling, and I say good for him on that. And anybody who hates on that, and the the guy has he left. He went and became extremely successful without them. He's done this on his terms. He gets his way on what he knows how to conduct business. He knows how to protect himself in a time and period where nobody is protected anymore. The guy, he's what is there to hate about that? Like it's, everyone just wants to bitch to bitch and. It's if he's defending the title every night, it's not special, and it's uh, congratulations, Brock. And he's the the guy. He's extremely smart and intelligent. And uh, this business, it you see what this business does to everybody who sticks around for too long or who does it. It, it, it eats it eats everyone up. And this guy is able to do it part time and and be successful in other things. Man, let. If you hate on that, something's wrong with you, and there's no there's no reason to hate on it, and whatnot. And there's there's all the other titles are defended, and you see all the regular guys that you get to see. Why are you angry? You know, find look in the mirror and, and address the real issue. That's my what I have. To, that's how I feel about it, JD. Well, I think in regards to his reign, I think sometimes what they do is they break records. Because they want to distance themselves from either the people who held the previous record or because the record was from an era that they don't really like to put over as much anymore. Like if there's a record from the 80s or early 90s, you know, they've distanced themselves from what they used to be a lot because, you know, there's something very different these days. So I feel like sometimes these things are done to so people forget about it almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. Yeah, it makes sense. And I mean, especially, you know, with the the heat they had with Punk, I mean, several lawsuits, amongst other things. Of course, they don't want him to hold a current record, albeit in a, you know, it's a fake record, essentially, right? But they still don't probably want him to be the holder of that. But as far as hate on Brock, it comes from the people who will say <laughs> I love the background <laughs> he, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't love wrestling or he doesn't have the true passion and it's like well first of all any of those people what do you do for a living are you super passionate about what you do or do you just take the paycheck 
Brock Very doesn't important. have to be super passionate nope. about wrestling because as long as he's got a job and can have a job and can dictate the terms of his job. Listen, you take somebody who's crit- shitting on Brock, and let's just say they work. Let's call Brock him Mark for life. They're, say, say they're say they're bagging groceries, right? And all of a sudden, they go to the the top guy and say, "Listen, I want to be the manager of this fucking place." And the guy says, "You know what? You got it." And, oh, really? Are you, gonna say, are you gonna say no because you're not that passionate about fucking produce? Yeah. Say, hey, listen, yeah. hey, I want and I want sixty five thousand dollars to run this place, and I want a commission of all the fucking salami sold. You got it, pal. Like, wait, is he gonna is he gonna say no? No. So, are you super yes. passionate about running a grocery store? No, you're not. Absolutely but if not. You yeah. Can get your way. I mean, look. Let's be real. Brock made millions of dollars in two years, the first two years he was there. $10 million, actually, because I remember I was living in Connecticut when that lawsuit was going on, and they published it in the paper. Yeah. He sued them. I don't know. I can't remember for how much money. So he, he made $10 million. He gave them the finger. He sued them. Still had the ability to go. He, he didn't make get his way in football, but he went to UFC. He made himself so that they couldn't be mad at him. And they had to say, you know what, Brock, if you want to come back, let's talk. Yeah. And he gets to do everything on his terms, his travel schedule, his finances. You, Who gives a shit if he's bleeding wrestling or not? Doesn't matter, yeah. The fact is, anybody else who would have that opportunity would take it. Don't give me this bullshit that, well, Brock Lesnar's not as passionate. So what, he should go wrestle for $80,000 a year? Yeah. Do you think like, he's going to be upset a, he doesn't get a you deserve it chant? I don't think he's going to give two shits. You know, because at the end of the day, whether they want to call it or refer to themselves as a media company, sports entertainment, the wrestling business, the one word that is always there is business, which yep. means fucking money in, money out, and everybody has to get paid. And some guys might not care, and they're just happy to be there. Good for you. But if you're just happy to be there and you make $100,000 a year and Brock's kind of happy to be there and he makes $5 million a year, well, then who gives a shit? Yep. No reason to you be know? upset. Absolutely. Good deal. Right, that's, it for me on the re- that's it for me on the wrestling news this week. Ace, any, uh, anything you want to go ahead and plug before we wrap up the uh, wrestling fi- news? You can find my Mike Malera on criticalblast.com. You follow me on Facebook and Twitter at SkitchNM. I uh, just want to point out I'm down another three pounds this week, so I'm down a total of 8.5 pounds since we started this. I was uh, going to bring that up. Everything's been, everything's been going really well. Uh, one thing you got to tell people is uh, you can mix the black cherry stevia with pretty much anything in the Feed Me More line. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that like every morning with the black cherry with the uh, BCAAs, and yep. this morning I did it with the uh, the uh, energy the Wake Up Unlimited Energy, and it worked out pretty well because I did a five-mile hike with the kids today. And you had just a little black cherry, a little of the wake me up energy, and I was good, man. Yeah, no, that's uh, good to curb the cravings when you're doing the intermittent fasting. And eight and a half pounds here, uh, congratulations! <laughs> you are. Uh, I got the shell shock extreme fat burner coming in Wednesday, actually, because uh, we were a little late on delivery on the reorder from the manufacturer. But I'll be getting you some of that out to start on a low dose of that too, and that will ramp awesome. things up. And um, I'm really, really happy for you. We're going to hop on a call uh, this week. We'll get either Monday or Tuesday here this week. Yeah, I'm, and, pre- uh, yeah, I'm pretty much free all this week. So. And we will, me and you will get a time on that and kind of and do a weekly phone call and kind of go over everything and start fine-tuning the workouts a little more and uh, and everything. Cause, but you're, you're doing it, and it's uh, 
I'm looking forward to seeing you at 100 pounds lighter here, man. You're going to be, you will be. And it's going to, your life, your entire life, it's already changing. And it's, uh, you've changed your mindset. You're on board with it. And it, it's a great example okay. for everyone. It's not feed me more nutrition. It's you making a decision to better yourself and change the way you've lived your life. And like I said, didn't get this way overnight. You don't change it overnight. It's literally one day at a time. And you're going to have better days than others. And But you just make a decision that, you know what? I just want to, I want to do more. I want to, I want to be healthier and it, everyone, it hits them at different points. Some people, it never hits them and whatnot, but it's, uh, it's going to be a great motivating example for a lot of people and a lot of listeners out there. And, uh, I'm excited for you and it's a uh, so great job from all of us over here. And, uh, I will catch up with you this week. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back after these messages, guys. Hey guys, it's the big guy Ryback with Feed Me More Nutrition. And right now, we have our summer specials only available on feedmemore.com. Buy one vanilla ISO hungry protein, get the second half off. Buy one cherry limeade, wake up unlimited energy, get the second half off. The big guy testosterone booster is now back in stock and check out our finish it branch chain amino acid electrolyte pump matrix. Great combo specials are also available all summer long. Get hungry, stay hungry, feed me more. All right, we are back. Got JD and Asian Joe here. Guys, how are you guys doing this week? Everything? Pretty good. Trying to stay cool from this freaking 110 degree weather. Yeah, it is, it is officially hot as balls here in Las Vegas. <laughs> the devil's anus has arrived. The devil's anus has arrived. <laughs> that, that might be the name of this, this episode. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, I, little poor Sophie's had diarrhea all week. Oh, or not no. all week, just from the other day. She's been going, she goes outside on the turf a little bit, but she's been going in here on the flooring by the bathroom. That was better and, than the flooring. Yeah, it's actually, it makes it way easier to clean up because when she does it on the turf out back too, that kind of, yeah, got to like air, uh, airbrush it off. Uh, the power Photoshop it. Yeah. Photoshop it. I just... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna take a picture and Photoshop. I just spray paint it green with the turf. Just cover <laughs> Why it. Why is it a little bumpy yeah. under the turf? Oh, it's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the uh, but hopefully, I, I don't know if it's from the heater. I gave her some food the other day, a piece of some turkey that I was eating, and I'm, I'm hoping I gave them sweet potato fries a long time ago, and they made it really sick. Okay. So I never and I never knew if sweet potatoes or anything were bad for dogs. I didn't see anything, but I don't know if. Um, these had like sweet potato cuts in it, and I don't know if it had like a little bit of the it got on the turkey a little bit. Yeah, and uh, it because it, it that gave him diarrhea really bad. Do you before. feed him like dry food, or do you feed him like dry dog? the blue buffalo oh, okay. uh, sandwich? The blue buffalo is supposed to be good dog food. It was, right. but I've heard stories on that. It's, it's like it's, it's like I hear stories because I, I feed my little Shih Tzu like the Nutro. Yeah, and they said it was supposed to be healthy and stuff like that. But it's like, I've seen conflicting things yeah. on it, and, and it's. You're probably better off, and ideally, cooking your dogs real food every night. Yeah, and this it is. let's be honest, like that's. But the and we do. My mom actually makes them like chicken broth and chicken and mm-hmm. rice. So she and the thing is, it's just can't do it every single day because they get spoiled and they don't want to eat the regular right. food. But it, it's um, the blue buffalo, and it I, somebody will message me like, "You're a piece of shit for feeding your dogs that." Because I yeah. remember someone did. We talked about it before. Yeah, it's like, come on, I'm not. It, it's it's. 
try to have a balance with it, but yeah. hopefully she's uh, does a lot better. But I had food poisoning also. Yeah, uh, I saw I saw your uh, Instagram post. Or something. Yeah, the Dumb and Dumber. The where uh, where with Buffalo Wings? T- or took what? Uh, my dad out to eat for Father's Day oh, yeah? and uh, El Burrito, a place we used to go when I was younger all the time. Uh-huh. And there's one here in Vegas, and uh, I don't know exactly. The food tasted great, but we got the same thing, and I just ate more chips and salsa, and uh, I woke up at two days. It was. That, I took him out Tuesday, actually, because he had he'd made a big dinner Sunday. So we went out Tuesday night. And Thursday morning at about 5.30, I woke up just, like, really, really uncomfortable. Okay. And uh, the just the, like, bad diarrhea. Like, Wait, what's the name of the place? El Burrito. El Burrito. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, <laughs> I'd lost between 5 and 8 o'clock, I'd... I threw up one time really bad, but uh-huh. it was mostly just diarrhea. Okay. And uh, I lost so much fluids. I about eight a.m. I couldn't. I didn't even almost have the energy to walk back from the bathroom uh-huh. to bed. I was so. I was like, "This is really bad." Yeah. And then uh, I came downstairs and uh, with the dogs, and I slept. I, I this was all day of waking up really really ill and and just. Toilet, wait, how, so wait, how toilet was your, couch. Your, how was your dad? Your dad was fine? He, no, that's what I was... And I came downstairs, and uh, it was like 9-something a.m., and he called me, which was weird for him to call that early. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And and then he texted me. He goes, are you sick? And I just called him back, and I go, yeah, really bad. And he goes, he woke up at 1, and, yeah, and he's he was really... He, oh. he was throwing up all yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, And it was sitting... Like his stomach had been bloated for a couple days, and... It hit me the opposite way of him, where I was more going, going, you know, diarrhea. And, Happy Father's Day. Yeah, that's hell of a yeah. Hey, Dad, I got a gift for you. The uh, piece of shit son. The uh, never going to Father's Day out yeah, again. Hey, Dad. The uh, yeah, he never wants to eat with me again. Um, and it was uh, I slept till about five thirty, and then got up. Walked up the stairs. I, I I literally I walked up the stairs and I thought I was gonna pass out. Like I was just they, I drank my BCAAs. I got a couple servings of those in after I woke up, and because uh, those have the electrolytes in them, but uh, like, I didn't even have the energy to like to drive to the store and and I couldn't eat anything and yeah. uh, showered and then uh, called a friend up and they brought me a big Starbucks and brought me some food. Okay, and I and like. About a few hours later, I was like, I had energy again. That's good. But it was, uh, it was, a, it was a few day deal. Like I, uh, I had the worst food poisoning once. The one to Thailand. Um, oh, was, other countries will fuck you. Yeah, up. because like, you know when you when you're a native to a land, your stomach gets used to the food. Yep. And obviously, when you travel, there's food out there that you never tried before, and your stomach's like, what's this? Um, but my, um, I was with my mom and my. My 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 uncle and his family took it out, out in the country. Is we're living it. We're staying in Bangkok, um, but we were out in the country, and it was like rice patties and fish, like in ponds and stuff. So we go there. I didn't. I knew it was bad. Like I I looked. I looked in the pond. It's like brown. Yeah. Like, like you can't you can see. Tell. But there. But there's fish in there. Yeah. So I mean, they're using the pond also, also dumping their sewers and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, yep. and they're p- picking up the fish from there. And so, I had like this rice and maybe one or two fried fish, and we after that day, probably four hours, six hours later, we go to a market, 
and it felt like I got punched in the stomach. Uh, and, I, and my mom was like fine for a little bit. And then we go, I told my mom, I was like, mom, let's go back to the house. Uh, I'm not feeling well. And I went back and I was freaking throwing up. I, I don't think I had diarrhea. I was just throwing up. Yeah. So finally, I, you know. You got rid of it actually before you digested. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I hate digest. I used to do that. If I ate something bad, I would throw, throw up. up. Yeah. And then you're fine usually typically. Yeah. But if you digest it, it's like a whole other. So, you know, it got to a point where I'm dry heaving. And so finally I was able to pass out. Then when I was sleeping, then probably I was sleeping for maybe four or five hours. Then I hear the scream. Like someone was like attacking my mom. I'm like, what? I wake up. I was like, what the fuck? And my mom's upstairs throwing up. Ugh. And it was just like the most violent throw up. It's like as if my mom was being attacked. It's like, yeah. mom. I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, mom, is there anything? Like, I couldn't. You know, I, I remember being a kid and like seeing my, my parents throw up and being really scared. Yeah. Because it like, was so violent. I was like, I was holy like, yeah. shit, what do I do? What do I do? And <laughs> so it was like right around like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. And it's like I can't – I can do – I might have like a third. It was like second grade level Thai. I can speak Thai. Okay. So it's like if I go out there like by myself, it's like who do I fucking talk to? Yeah. It's so not like you have your I was able to get my mom like water and trying to keep her hydrated and stuff. Like that. So she felt better. So we all threw up. But luckily, we didn't have diarrhea in, in there at that point. But Ooh. it was just like the worst feeling. My dad, uh, my dad actually, he's probably gonna get mad that I share this. The uh, <laughs> does he, he listen to the show? I don't know. Okay, I, I, I just assume that <laughs> that's the uh, he ended up uh, going the bath. He he had to uh, throw up really bad but then he got hit oh, with the no. other the old the old one two punch yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's an older man so <laughs> sure. it's uh you know well if the, if the sink's right next to it he could have throw up and die yeah yeah and the way his bathroom's laid out though i i didn't want to when he told me that i go fuck because i just know like i know how his bathroom is configured a, just have a bucket in front of you yeah yeah that's uh it wasn't good i know oh, that i felt bad and i'm just thinking like damn what a shitty Daddy, son. any any horrible food poisoning stories I haven't had uh, food poisoning in forever. Yeah. Luckily, God bless um, you. Yeah. Are you? Do you like? Do you like eat the same typical foods, or do you kind of like venture off sometimes? I know in Florida, I do not venture. Okay, that's smart. And, that's uh, probably the reason why. You know, it's actually, yeah. It's funny. Uh, I was looking up things online after boxing with uh, with Ryback there, and because I I couldn't tell if he maybe got salmonella or e coli i don't think he ate bad food because he wouldn't have digested it because he's had that kind of food poisoning before and sure i couldn't remember the difference between salmonella and e coli and i came across this uh this lawyer who wrote a blog and it was like the top 10 things i will never eat again because he has litigated restaurants for food poisoning yeah so he said that his uh, daughter who eats everything uh, you know, always criticizes him. Like, Dad, you're so boring because you always eat the same things. He's like, well, I never get sick. So, yeah, you know, oh, well. no, that's uh, it, it is. It, it is not a fun deal. That is for sure. So the uh, I was actually I was going to this kind of ties into something. I actually went on a date last night with a uh, with a real winner. Finally, I winner. Uh, I actually finally feel like i've met somebody that is uh has potential it's very early you can't 
can't jump out of the well, seat. Well, the question is, how did you meet? But it's just uh, online. Online. Better, yeah. And, uh, on, 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 on like Rybate, Ryback date or something? Or yeah, what, yeah, what? I got my own dating site. <laughs> okay. <on the> <laughs> There's also a dating site on it. No, um, and uh, she lives really, really close to me. She just moved here from San Diego. Oh, it's kind and, of bad news. Huh? She's really, live really close. Don't no. you want to keep a distance? Kind no, of like... no, that's good. That's good. I, I don't like venturing out too far out of, of from where I'm at here in town. Okay, so, but I mean, yeah, it, it might go well, but yeah, yeah, once it could you be go the, crazy. No, but uh, <laughs> the uh, she's not a stripper escort. Okay. Cam girl or anything of that nature. Oh, and that's disappointing. Holy yes. shit! Right yeah, there, ding, 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 yeah. Ding, this ding, is ding, ding. yeah. This is doesn't want me to compensate her for her time. It was. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. This, no happy ending. No, no I'm telling no, you, this the... is people dating in Las Vegas. I wish people. I can't tell you how many times you start talking to a girl and you're like, it's going kind of okay, and you're talking, and then she's like, oh, would you like to go get dinner? Go do something. Go go do movie anything, whatever, just typical dating stuff. And it's just like, yeah, baby, can you compensate me for my time? Yeah. And you're like, oh, like, by the way, I'm a dominatrix. So yeah, like, no, wait, are you, wait, are you going to fucking compensate me for my goddamn time? Like, what the, wait, what the hell's going on here? Like, I can't tell you how often this happens. It's, oh. it's, and it's out here. It's really, really bad. It's tough. But, uh, we met and, uh, for a couple drinks and, and talked for probably four, four and a half hours. Wow. Like, yeah. Great, gonna see her again here, and uh, but we got to talking. She was actually talking about that. That this ties into the food poisoning a little bit in other countries. Are you familiar? She was. We were talking about social media, yeah. And which she loves the social media license, by the way. Sure. She, the the uh, but dogs in China. The, the I guess the, there's the, a, Yun, the Yun festival or Yulin. something like that. Yulin. Yeah, Yulin. yeah. She was talking about how she follows this stuff and because she loves dogs like yeah. I do. Like that's a, she. Similar. I love beliefs. dogs too. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> no, but I love dogs. The, uh, Asian Joe says I love dogs. <laughs> the uh, but she was talking about how it puts her in a bad mood, and she we were just talking about all of it, and I was like, "Have you guys actually?" I've never personally. I don't want to watch it because yeah, I I don't. But she was just telling me how horrific it was, it and is. I've heard that, and it's but it was just it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, Richard Gervais, I don't know if you saw his uh, recent uh, stand-up special on Netflix. Uh, I think towards the end, he talks about social media. Um, and he posted uh, uh, a photo of these two Chinese, um, I guess, guys, uh, I think, a video, boiling a dog alive. That's what she was saying, that and they do that to... They torture the animals because they believe the meat will taste better. Yeah, the meat would. Is taste that better. a real thing? Yeah, they would torture the yeah. dog. They would skin the dogs alive. It's it's they horrific. Burn, they burn them alive. Yeah, burn them alive, and it's, um, but it's it's like he posted online, and um, what a beautiful. He's I think he's, he said what a beautiful creature and two fucking cunts, and the someone replied back and it's like, um, could you please not use cunt? I, I don't like that word. And meanwhile, the context is that it's a beautiful animal yeah. and two horrible beings yeah. torturing a dog. Um, but, you know, it's just a mix of social media. And, and it's tough because, you know, when I'm on Facebook and, and Twitter and I see those posts, it's, it's, it's horrible. And it kind of ruins your day. Yeah, you know, that's, that's why that's I don't want to. I already I love 
dogs so yeah. much and, and seeing that it's, it's are people being active proactive and like yeah, what is what is being done they're trying to, like, I, I to think, it's their culture though correct? yeah i believe yeah it is their culture because it's their festival and you know it, it's 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 tough because um you know uh i think tradition can be become culture and part of society yeah. i think i forgot i forgot like Whenever you do something over and over again, and you tell people this is this the is, kids are raised that way. Yeah. They're out there that, but like my thing, and I was talking to her about this because, but like like how we treat cattle over here, but in other country, cattle are, yeah. are worshipped or considered. Yeah, yeah, in the uh, yeah, you know, they they treat uh, cow as because you be reincarnated as a cow. Yeah. You know, as a peaceful being and stuff like that. I think. But it's that's, like we don't we throw those things in slaughtering houses and, and like we don't. We, but like it, it's not right. Yeah. And it's there's that's what like it's. But, but that's I mean, their is that their argument over there too? Well, you guys treat cattle like this, sure. and, and it's like for sure. But it's like that's true too. We do. Yeah. And it, not saying we is we, but like it's and it's fucked up, yeah. and there should be a different solution for that yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, I have. I mean, a lot of my my friends who probably like who have met a cow or met a, uh, a lamb or a pig, they actually turn vegan. They, yeah. They, they actually, and you know, some they say, you know, it's tough. It's tough because when you're raised in a family, raised in an environment where you're eating pork, when you're eating beef, when stuff like that, it's tough because yeah. it's everywhere, especially when you travel. Grow up with it. And it's, yeah, you, you, don't, but you don't think about the yeah, animals. It's out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Most people don't want to think about it either yeah. and whatnot. And but I mean, I understand like, yeah, it, it, you want to get the, the word out there saying these are the horrific things and stuff like that. I think recently. What can be done about that though? Um, yeah, that's what I mean because it's another country. And it's, as far as like, and if they're going to kill dogs, to throw them in boiling water yeah. and to publicize it yeah. and, and, and videotape this. There's 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 groups out there that are adopting the dogs. I've heard this. Know, they're saving they, them and bringing them back, them right? Um, what's really horrific that, that people would actually steal pets and bring them to oh. the festival. And yeah, that's where a lot of the dogs come from. They yeah. said is there's a lot of pet theft over there. Yeah. So, but people over there have dogs as pets. Yeah, they and do. There's yeah. yeah different regions. You know, they you know because a lot of them are you know in China they're influenced by the West. Yeah. And so you know British brings in there is like hey, uh, you know our dogs are and and our cats are our friends. You know we should treat them like that. And so a lot of the society, but like you know certain regions where the influence is not there. Um, but I heard recently in Korea, they actually banned, you know, I think banned slaughtering dogs and yeah. cats. So I think it, it's a mix of, you know, activism, but there's also a mix of have to have somewhat a government intervention. Absolutely. You know, saying that, hey, the government should come in and say, hey, we need a banned accessible. Um, but... The it's, world's not that much different all no, over. Or like, you know what not. I mean? And, different, and we're, we come from different places. Yeah. and what, But it's just... Something's not right about that, yeah, and, and so many levels, and it's, you know, it it, it really it really goes to the per you know priorities because like you know just like in Africa where they have game hunting, yeah, you know it's it's, you know people look at it as game hunting it's like oh you're killing an innocent animal and stuff like that, and but you also look there the other argument is like well the reason why they're allowing game hunting in Africa is because they're providing. Um, they they basically killing one animal will save ten animals. Yeah, you know because the 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 rich people are paying for the license to kill an animal. Yeah, and so they're using that money to conserve um, the the rest of the animals yeah. and try to, to protect them, protect them and stuff yeah. like that. So it's 
it's always you gotta look at both sides and see what's yeah. going on. But like, well, obviously, I'm not saying that the festival should go on and stuff like that. But we need to go in, look in further. Is like maybe we should go in there and look at their culture. It's like, all right, why is this so? big in there why is it so special because it's been handed down from handed family down to family, family the kids family. and kids only know then, what they're taught by yeah, their parents and if you and can not, even even if you can influence the kids that's where you say, gotta that's hey, where you gotta make the difference yeah it's like hey our kid you know these animals are beautiful you know we shouldn't educating them on yeah. that you got you have to inform the generations to come so mm-hmm. that they pass that down the people the adults it's probably too late for the majority of them for sure um and whatnot, but, but you all you, you know that there, greed is a factor, though. Oh, of course, and, and how you know this because, as special as that may seem to the culture, you know about the dogs. A lot of these rescue groups, because I mean, the reason that they steal a lot of the the pets is because they sell them, and mm-hmm. then the, the people who are cooking them they sell the meat. Well, they're easily. Yeah persuaded to sell like the people like once they they capture the dogs and and i mean these are the most common pictures you see and they'll have 30 dogs in a cage Mm -hmm. that could only hold five dogs and they're just piled up on top of each other they can't even move they will just like that sell those dogs to somebody from the west who pays the right price who's rescuing them so if you know that the greed is superseding the the, the yep. tradition yeah. and the specialness, right? And it's just like with the game hunting too. They'll say, "Well, hey, we're we're trying to take the money to to look after these other ten animals," but then you hear stories of the ultra rich coming in and saying, "You know what? I know you guys normally charge twenty five. Let me give you a hundred. Let me give you a hundred grand to go shoot this lion," and they just pocket the money, right? Because it's it's such a huge chunk of money. Like they don't, you know, when you're talking money like that, they don't care about preserving animals. So there are definitely two sides to the argument, but one side sometimes I feel like covers up the greed with with uh, you know something like tradition or well we're we're sacrificing one to save many and it's like well i don't i don't know we're talking about one guy paying 100 g's to go and and shoot an elephant or 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 whatever you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's just hard to trust their um their true motivation you know no money brings out the worst man we were talking about all that just on all this just how there's a good way and a bad way to make money, and unfortunately, in this world, the, the, it's the bad. They try to pick the easy way out. Yeah, and it's not. Um, and what we do to animals over here isn't right. Yeah. And how we, how we, and there's a better solution. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, scientists. It's 2018. Here, too, scientists, mean. they're making lab meat. Yeah, we were talking so, about. They're actually able to clone. I saw that. Yeah. Chicken and beef, I believe. Yeah, right? and 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 the thing is, though, there's a lot of people in third world countries eating insects because they have high protein yeah and but it's just because of the the gross factor and i stuff saw like a thing that. on shark tank with yeah. the the i think i don't know if it was uh crickets yeah uh, cricket it, crickets. Pro- it actually if you go if you actually if you go to seattle if you go to the baseball game they say they'll sell chocolate covered crickets really or grasshoppers i think grasshoppers yeah. so you can get like a, a 
and it, it sells out. But, really? Yeah, it sells out. They actually out. taste? They actually eat the crickets. And it, With know, insects, do they? have you ever had anything like I, that? Well, I had a freaking cockroach in my mouth one time, and it doesn't taste good. Well, so, that, wait, hold on. No, 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 wait, no, no, it, no, 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 it's... This was, I'm, I'm, how, how did that happen? Yeah. No, how it was... It was um, it gotcha. Was in, no, it was in Thailand. You know, they... They, they, sold, they, they, sold, they, they, they fed you a cockroach. Yeah. Like my mom, like my dad will like, hey, try this. It's like, okay. Wait, is, like, is it like covered in chocolate or anything? No, it was like, it was like, it was like covered in like batter or something. And so it's like, hey, try this. It's like, all right. Like my dad, this is why I hate it. Like I hate spicy stuff. I was just like, this is why I hate your dad. You hate your well, dad. dad. I was like, that too. Yeah, other, I hate your other, dad too. There's other stuff is... that I hate. But uh, <laughs> no, he would give me, like when I was young, he would give me stuff to eat. And he's like, hey, it's good for you. It's like, okay. Wait, like, what is the benefits of eating a cockroach? I mean, it's with a, batter on it, if you don't mind me asking. I like, don't know. They, they, I was young, and they never really. Can told you me can do. you type in the benefits of eating cockroaches? Just let's just <laughs> Google search this and see what. Uh, uh, well, I'd be very curious on this. Of eating cockroaches. Benefits of eating cockroaches. I, 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 I can't think of anything. Dude, I mean, they're the yeah filthiest. I just saw cockroach milk. Drink. Hold let's on. See. What does it? What does it say? Let's say um. Benefits of a cockroach? None. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. If I were, let's see. What are the benefits? Let's click on this. Thing. Nice picture of a cockroach. Oh, yeah. That's pretty. But, you know, in Thailand, they fly. Let's see. They fly here in Florida, too. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. Fuckers. Um, they thrive. We're called illness. Let's see. Feel like this see. is all just information on cockroaches, not the benefits of eating one. Like is it high in potassium? Like there has, if there is just, if there is there any sliver of hope for this thing? I'm like for. Well, I mean, what's the selling point for these Thailand markets selling <laughs> battered cockroaches? Let's see benefits of eating cockroaches. Let's see the use of insects as foods as an alternative protein is promoted by some research. Obviously, it's much cheaper to farm insects. Um, not only is cheaper to eat cockroaches, it's also better for the environment. So it's better for the environment. That's oh, that's, a, that's a pro. That's, what a horrible fucking reason. <laughs> Just no, go, no, get some goddamn there's, bug there's spray. Little lizards and geckos and stuff. Yeah, need to yes. Eat. Why are we cockroaches are edible and healthy to eat, uh, provided they are prepared properly. They must be washed and thoroughly cooked prior to eating, so to kill any bacteria on the cockroach. Uh, do need do not eat raw cockroaches. So it was it was fried. Oh, so fried uh, cockroaches. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just you wouldn't eat raw chicken or beef. The germs need to be burnt off in the cooking process. Usually, this is accomplished by frying the cockroaches in vegetable oil, which also gives them a crunchy and crispy texture. Hence, that's what I remembered. <laughs> Don't they have like are they white? I, yeah, the white. Okay. Yeah, no, no, here's an example. For example, here in Thailand, they serve fried insects in many local dishes. They are also quite popular as a street for food. Frequently, food carts can be spotted with various types of insects on display. So, Your voice got really high during yeah, this. You because, are. This is, because this is when. This, I love you trying to justify this. Because, I can't. no, I'm not justifying it. This is my experience. I, when I was younger in Thailand. You couldn't pay me enough. JD, could you, could you be paid enough to eat a, a fried cockroach? Just stop and think about this, right? When you <clears throat> kill one of those little fuckers, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Smash them, right? Can yeah. you imagine that in your mouth? Aren't they, they like filled with like white popcorn? Like, again. like, uh, oh, God. See, see that that's the that's the gross factor. But in other countries, they look at it as oh, it's fine, it's food. But so, it's not. But that's what I'm, are there, there? What 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 nutrients are in cockroaches? They're, they're high. They're high in protein. There's no way. Does it say they would? No. 
There's yeah. no way those they, little fuckers are high in protein. Do they have popcorn in those countries? They said that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like anything is better than eating cockroaches. Right. It's like you probably consider eating a cockroach as disgusting because in Western society, we do not value insects as a food source. We largely consider them as dirty creatures that need to be eradicated. Filthy and not, fuckers is what they <laughs> and are. Not eaten. They so, are. They're fucking... Ugh. Right. So, but again, if we were raised in those countries, we would have been fine because that's how we were raised. No. But... The, I would have... My meditation would, would have would have solved me from so what I was taught. So you're saying if you were born in Thailand, you will not... And you're born and raised in Thailand, you will not eat a cockroach. This is a great... For my holosync meditation, no, because it would have... I would have strengthened my prefrontal cortex through my holosync meditation <laughs> at an older age. Had I... And I would have I would have converted not eating them anymore. <laughs> but if I was taught that they were good, because I would have rewired my brain through the meditation like I've done. Sure. The... Uh, now, don't... Now, listen, don't get me wrong, okay? I know there's a company in Canada... That actually makes um, organic grasshopper protein powder. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they and they sell a ton of it apparently, but a grasshopper is not a goddamn cockroach. Cockroaches live. Yeah. In the fucking sewer system, they fucking they eat each other. They eat what, each what other. What if they're farm raised? Just like just like farm raised pure farm raised cockroaches. Farm raised cockroaches. Grass-fed. Grass-fed. Grasshopper-fed. Prebiotic and head fucking cockroaches. God. Grass-fed roaches. They run behind the cows. Grass-fed cows. Shit. This is... Man. It's probably the final episode of the podcast. (laughs) This is... We're talking about eating cockroaches. But yeah, that's that's my experience of eating a cockroach. I don't think you could pay me... Is there an amount of money you could be paid to eat a cockroach, JD? If If somebody... Is there... A million dollars. Would you eat a cockroach? You know what I would do? Before I would agree to it, and before the deal went down, I would practice the, the art of the fucking the, the trick. You probably you, get you hold on, it and it looks like you're in it. Like JD, if, if you were promised just, a uh, a multi-million dollar six-month run as champion in this the is WWE, indecent, indecent if, you ate, if you ate one cockroach, I will give right you, now. Do you take it? A decent proposal. Wait, I'd have, to, I'd have to work after eating the cockroach? No, fuck. Wait. <laughs> what if you're really, really drunk or just high? It's like, all right, I'm really hungry. Let's let's eat a cockroach. Is there money? Am I being offered money still? That's uh, I'm no. If you're just altering my 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 state of being, I don't think that's enough no. for me. I don't. No. no I, I just don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I would be. I would be watching Chris fucking Angel or one of those guys. And dude, I would go to the store. And I'd get a two pack of those fucking chocolate turtles. Have they done a WWE? Kind of <laughs> have they done a WWE right? Fear Factor there would, episode? There would be a sleight of hand, know. something, like and all did. of a sudden I put it in there, and like you know, there's caramel in there, and I'd be like, oh yeah, mm, fucking real gooey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I, I was curious if they if they had a, a Fear Factor. Did WWE. you eat the whole cockroach? I'm really caught up on this. I episode. think no. I think I ate half of it, and I'm like. And I asked my was dad. Was this a big? Was it a big cockroach? It was just. It was like an old tiny one. But like I, I ate half of it, and then like I asked my dad, "Is like what is it?" It's like it's cockroach, and I, oh. spit, and, I, and I spit it out. And so you didn't swallow. Were you, were you, being, were you being punished at the time? No, my dad is the type of person that will give me food that try to trick you. That tricks. He tricks me a lot of time. He says, "Hey, eat this. It's good for you. Hey, eat this. It's good for you." And a lot of times, it's like it's the worst thing ever. And then he just. Either makes he just laughs or yeah, just real prankster. Yeah, or he just looks uh, seriously because he's eating it too. 
And it's like, no, it's like, like be a man. Be, Is be... he named Joe too? No. Oh, it was Asian senior Joe. No, I don't know. no, Asian he, uh, senior. no. So he would just, and I definitely why I don't, I'm not a big fan of spicy food, even though I was like, wait, you're, you're Thai. You still like Thai spicy food. No, it's because my dad always gave me the hottest, okay. you know, food. And I would like cry and tear up. And it's like, why would you do this to me? And it's like, oh, because it's good for you. And that was never a good reason for me. No. And so, there's, there's never I mean, I'll, I'll eat spicy food, but as I have, as long as I'm aware of that spicy food. But yeah. I hate when I'm getting surprised. If I eat something that I hate or that, that, that's really hot that I wasn't prepared for, I'll stop eating it. You know, the hottest food I ever ate was the Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, few. This was multiple years ago when I was still tagging with Axel. I've talked about it before with, with Roman and the Usos and uh, me and Axel went to Buffalo Wild Wings. On a, we did a show in Kansas City and had to drive to wherever uh, we were going. To, I think we were going to TV or something the next, for the next day, and we stopped for the Super Bowl at a Buffalo Wild Wings in St. Charles, I believe, and um, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, got drunk and uh, entered a chicken wing eating contest with the blazing wings yeah, there. Yeah, I remember. I remember you told me. And it was. The, luckily, the waitress gave me some chapstick. Yeah, that was, to, uh, that was, that was her trick. And uh, but I remember there was it was me and all kids. Yeah, and that was. And uh, you, you had, was I thought it was gonna kid. be all the other drunk dads no. and stuff like there. And I'm looking around as I'm eating this food eating contest. I'm like, I can't lose this. Yeah, because I think wasn't there one kid that you <laughs> there, was like, I will get. He was him. a little older. Yeah. yeah, and he was that little son of a bitch was close. <laughs> and, uh, but I won. I was really mad because I actually won this really. It was I won a nice prize. It was like a. Really big, nice. Um, I don't know if it was like a Coors Light mirror with a nice wooden frame. Like okay. it, it was. It would been not nice for your house, obviously, but yeah, like, like a, like a, a game or room or yeah, something, a, a bar. Room, yeah. yeah, or it would have been great for my by my bar or yeah. something. And uh, but I couldn't. I had to give it to. I gave it to the runner up, whoever <laughs> came in second, because I felt bad. Wait, but, so it's a Coors mirror, a Coors Light mirror, and you gave yeah. and you gave it to a kid. Yeah, it's like, here, kid, you can't drink yeah, alcohol. That, yeah, that probably wasn't the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> I think I walked it over the table with the parents there or yeah. something. I was like, like oh, okay. hey, look, I can't, on the road, I can't bring this home. And uh, I should have asked them to ship it to me, actually, now that I, <laughs> the kid has, some kid out there has a Coors Light fucking mirror in his bedroom yeah, right now. Coors Light is like, man, that ride back, man, I should have won uh, that. But that, that. Those damn things, man, those will mess you up. Those wings, I remember going to the bathroom and just. Rinsing water in my mouth, and even though the alcohol numbed it a little bit, but yeah. it was whew, that was uh, yeah, I won. That's the important thing, though. I, I gave my best. That, rem- there. that reminds me, do you remember those uh, chicken wing all you can eat on uh, Wednesdays after OBW? We would go, I forgot all about all you that. Eat for $9.99. That was at Hooters, wasn't it? At Hooters, yeah, yeah. yes, all you I can do. Eat? For yeah, me and Darren Young actually got into it uh, during WrestleMania in uh, Phoenix during NXT season one. Uh, we all went out, and uh, me and Darren Young ended up getting into a food eating contest on all you can eat wings. And I beat him by one wing, like 99 to 98, because we agreed to stop at 98 because we were both so sick. And I told the server just to bring me one more <laughs> wing. <laughs> well, they were giving. They were giving like one at a time, or no? They, they, you order like ten at a time. Oh, okay. And then after we we agreed or whatever it was, we're like, let's we we're done. Okay. And, so uh, you said and like eight more after ninety or something. Whatever we know, we we I don't know. What, we just were so sick on yeah. our plate, and then I just so but I he, they took everything away. But I had him bring one more wing out, and then I just ate it just to That's I won, so and uh, it was a low. We actually tied, but 
it was I I won. I just remember I just remember you were so competitive with the wings because somebody had told you asshole. this That's was what, what was. Two, 2008 that that uh Cena had gone to a Super Bowl party and he'd ate like 106 wings or something. <gasps> And you were like, fuck that, I'm going to eat 107. And yep. that, that sounds <laughs> and exactly we, like something I used to, I would have said. And I remember there was, what, only maybe four or five of us. I think Idol was there, and uh, the first week, I remember I just ate whatever. And then you guys were going to town, and you, you smoked Idol. I don't remember how much you ate. And then the next week, because remember, Hooters was closing at 12 or something like yeah. that. And by the time we got out of TV, we literally... Is we'd order a dozen wings, and as soon as they put the plate down, we were like, another order. I remember that. Yeah, we, we had, had to, to hurry. Yeah, and I just remember I one time, one of those Wednesdays, dude, I got up to 60-something wings <sighs> trying to Not keep up shabby. with you fucking guys. And, uh, I mean, we weren't ordering uh, hot. I think we were all no, doing like medium or something. Mild. Medium or, yeah. I could eat, and actually, just, the Hooters wings hot, I could eat. They're not too hot to me, so the... No, they're not hot at all. So, I, I think the medium has a butter sauce. The hot is just buffalo sauce without the butter. I so. just like the fact that we, we talked about, like, eating animals and then eating chicken wings and think of all yeah, those chicken uh, wings that died for yeah. your for your competition. Yeah. No, that's what I... But these animals, it's how they... It, it's If they... If we're cloning meat, though, imagine... That, no, okay, now cloning won't meat versus kill. eating insects. Do you think that there's going to be oh, a gross, throw, gross factor in there because it's like, no. oh, it's clone or it's processed so. no. or it's because it's processed? I don't know. I, I think we don't have enough information on it yet, but I think they're going to. I'm sure it's, it's from going stem cells. Yeah, I mean, no, I think it's structurally going to be fine. Yeah. I think it's going to be healthy and. I think it's going to solve a major problem that one of being us being overpopulated. But you got to get those how those... we're mass killing animals to try to for all these fast food companies and all these food corporations. Right. And, so, but but, but they're the GMOs. They're genetically modified organic. Yeah. Is it? No, I, that's what. But I think we don't have enough. We got to kind of wait and see how pure this really is and how and what the. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not for it or against it. But if it can solve the problem, uh, if it doesn't hurt us. If 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 there if the research shows that it is safe for humans and there's no long term um, health health effects or anything, which it's gonna. I mean, I don't know. Something like but that. if we if we don't have to uh, treat chickens and cattle the way that we do, that's um, which we shouldn't be treating them like that to begin with. And there's a lot right. of great farms out there. No. Great places. Yeah, it's it's you know when money is involved, it, everything gets thrown out the door. Yeah, no, it sucks, and it, it, it's. Shouldn't it go on? It shouldn't. The animals shouldn't have to be put down the way the ways they're being put down or tortured the way that they're tortured. Mm-hmm. You know, cattle. The, that's why the cortisone in cattle and how they because the, the fear they know they're getting put through the slaughterhouse. Yeah, and and getting getting grinded up and, and whatnot. And it's why that meat's not as pure and good for us. And um, as locally, you know, farmed animals that that are not treated that way. And whatnot. I don't know. It just sucks. I don't know. Um, I don't like thinking about it, but it something needs to be done. Yeah. And then the, the dog situation fucking sucks. The, the the cattle and chicken situation fucking sucks. And uh, I don't know. But I will. Uh, I'm actually keeping it, I guess, on diet. I've uh, switched. I've added. I'm doing carbs now on my intermittent fasting where I was telling you about that, JD. I've got a. 
I felt like my metabolism hit a wall doing keto and intermittent fasting. I love intermittent fasting with a passion. And I'd been doing keto for quite a long time, but I noticed the longer I had done it, I feel like my metabolism, it was just weird. I felt like it slowed down a little bit. And, and then Rogan, Joe Rogan had somebody, another doctor on recently that was talking about intermittent fasting, but how specifically, and I do a lot of burpees all the time and, and conditioning and work. I do fucking 30 set, 40 set workouts. Like I push myself still really hard physically and how athletes typically do better with carbohydrates, mm-hmm. but doing the intermittent fasting than people doing keto and the intermittent fasting or just doing keto and so I decided, I go, you know what, I'm just going to do, I haven't tried this yet, well, I'm going to do carbs, low fat, moderate to high carbs, uh, and moderate to high protein on this intermittent fasting. And uh, yesterday was day one, today was day two, and uh, I'm going to give it some time and see how it goes, see if it boosts up my metabolism a little more, because so, they were talking about people, athletes, that they switched back onto carbs, and doing clean, good carbs. Right their metabolism got cranked up through the roof on the intermittent fasting. So now that the, does that change your idea about like having carb days and stuff? Or are you just going to have... No, every day is a carb day now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just, but it, it's so like now I'm not eating bacon in the morning anymore. Right. It's, I'm eating low-fat proteins and stuff. And my fat content now is going way down and whatnot. So and with intermittent fasting, what hours do you eat and what hours you don't eat? Um, typically doing anywhere from 12 to 8 or one to nine, okay. or somewhere in between that, 12.30 to 8.30. Okay. That tends to be, like my last meal today was I had uh, three scoops of my ISO Hungry, uh-huh. vanilla whey protein, and then I had uh, the protein pasta and spaghetti and uh, a big serving of that so before skip, you came so over. So you skipped breakfast? No, I did. I, I, yeah, yeah, I skipped breakfast, and then okay. my first meal is today was at 12.15 today. Okay. And uh, it was, um, I love it, man. And that's what we got uh we got Mike, our wrestling analyst, sure. on uh, on that, and he's already he's doing well. He's doing the keto with that, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna see how he does for a bit on that. But he he wanted to not do because I gave him the option if he wanted to try carbs or do the keto, and he went with the keto. Okay. So we'll do that for a bit, and if things slow down, we might switch it up to carbs to see if that cranks up his metabolism. So how's that gonna affect in your dating life, as far as if she wants to go eat at certain times? I'll just go no, just go out and you just. You know, have a decaf coffee, some water. But if she wants to go Dude, out to a nice you, dinner, you know what this this means. What does that mean? Now that you're, now now that you're back on carbs, you can totally incorporate deep fried roaches because you know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Great compliment to the diet. It's, what a hell of a thing! Like, just just lie to people and get an endorsement from a fried cockroach company, and it's all I eat, guys. This big jacked guy just eating cockroaches. Doing you, you real social media real ads. Food. You got real you dress, foods. In there I can see you dress up as a giant cockroach. Yeah, doing commercials, eating another cockroach. It's like, hi guys, I'm Ryback. Cockroaches. <laughs> you may know me as the big guy Ryback from TV, but I'm a, in real life. I enjoy eating deep fried cockroaches. Oh. I was gonna clip that and basically run yeah. with it on social media. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> Ryback likes eating cockroaches. The uh, how times have been tough for him. Yeah, JD, have you ever tried the intermittent fasting or no? Uh, not as long as I probably should have. I think I would go like twelve hours, not the full fourteen to sixteen. Yeah, I've I never the done the keto. Um, I've gone super low carbs before, and with 
like say super low six days a week and then either a carb meal or kind of a carb day on a seventh day and honestly looking back that's probably when I was in my best shape but I was actually just reading something the other day I can't remember where I, I saw it saying that the keto diet you know if you're not trying to lose weight it's not the healthiest diet to do all the time if you if like if you're not having weight issues yeah that there, you know there's certain carbs that we should have and I mean there are guys you know some of the Mr. Olympia guys and I mean obviously drugs are a whole nother factor there Get but some of, of those guys actually diet down after like they you know maybe they'll do a 16 week prep or 20 week prep and they'll do the first 8 to 10 super low carb and they will go the last 8 to 10 weeks 4, 5, 600 grams of carbs a day because they're and it just pushes their metabolism to a whole new level and with their cardio and stuff, I mean, I couldn't believe that some of those guys were eating that many carbs and leaning out. But if your metabolism is in overdrive, you know, yeah. if you can get it to that point, carbs are just like throwing wood on the fire. And it just... That's what I know. feel like, yeah. That's, and I always reacted well to carbohydrates before. So that's what... Um, and our, But our muscles with the glycogen are in our muscles. And it's... And they, yep. were, they were talking about, though, for, for endurance athletes or high-performance athletes, carbohydrates are a quicker energy source for us. And I just always, I don't know, I'm just, uh, I'm just getting, I feel like you got to try different things. If the, 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 the moral of the story, just, there's all these different diets out there. And I've always been one, I'll go, I'll tr I try things for a bit, and I get my experience with it, and then I alter it a little bit, and I see, and, but then I try, I don't get too comfortable with it, and I just... All right, let's see if I can look better doing this and trying this and, and performance-wise if it helps me. But I'm, the intermittent fasting, nothing but positives are coming out on this. Every day, it seems like every, every week I see something new putting over the benefits of it. And they just had another study online I saw that came out like four or five days ago just talking about how it, it lowers blood pressure in, in, the, in the, the recent study that it did in, uh, in weight loss. And I forget how much what the weight loss was, but it's... It, clearly was favorable for intermittent fasting and it's uh, and it's actually they said easy the easiest thing for people to actually stick with compared to other diets so because a lot some people you can kind of eat with that too you can eat a little more freely um they you tend to eat less calories in general and not saying you just go eat mcdonald's all the time in that eight hours and whatnot but i'm still eating clean and all that i'm choosing to and whatnot but it's um there's definitely something to it it's just giving your body a break for that, you know, that 16 hours. And it, uh, you're just not meant to eat all the time. We've, we've been overeating for too long, I feel like. And I was just, yeah, I was just going to say, you know, over the years, I think, you know, with wrestling, we were always trying to be our biggest or our best in terms of how we looked. And we would always look to the to bodybuilding industry for, because those guys are always the biggest, right? And one thing that we got from that is eating all the time, eating six, force seven, eight, feeding, nine, yeah, ten. all of it. Yeah, and I mean, I I was guilty of force feeding myself too at one point, and we're not meant to eat that much food. I mean, we might look our best, but we can't see what's going on internally with no. our organs and our digestive uh, tracts and everything like that. And you know, then you start hearing maybe you should try this, maybe you should try that in terms of diet. But just quickly jumping back to the carbs, here's the way that I've always viewed carbs. If you look at 
long-distance runners, the sprinters in the Olympics, the, the, the triathlon athletes, you know, the, the guys that do Tour de France, all of those guys, all those girls, they eat a shit ton of clean carbs. Yeah. None of them are fat. They're all very lean. And so to the sum, you know, there's an argument that, well, if you eat carbs, it's, you, you know, it, it, the war on carbs and, and, you know, but if you're eating clean carbs and you're eating a clean diet, those people eat low fat, low to moderate protein and high carbs. And they're all lean, yep. super shredded and they can go. So you can't tell me that they're that bad for you. No, you but know? carbs have existed from days carbs. from the beginning of time with fruits and different right. grains. So it's like, it's not like carbohydrates have never, like we, we didn't uh, granted a lot of things are processed and made, um, and, and, this day and age and whatnot, but carbohydrates have always been around, but it's, um, it's interesting. That's for sure. So I, I always, I was just looking, I always, I felt flat, like I could just tell like in my, and, and I just didn't something, I don't know. And I, I liked the keto for quite a while, but I don't know if I just did it for too long. It's like, it's like a, in a bodybuilder, they, they don't, if they do cut their carbs going into a show, they actually, they don't do that for that long. It's it's not and you know what I mean. It, it's a matter of weeks typically if they do that. Uh, the ones that like cut them, then they add them back in before the show to fill out because it fills out the muscle bellies and whatnot and helps yep. bring out the vascularity. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going back. I'm switching. I'm doing the fasting. I'm going to see if that jacks up my metabolism a little bit more and uh, see how I look doing that. But I'm uh, got the stem cell appointment Wednesday. I'm going to get another back procedure done and. Uh, Hopefully get that scheduled here and waiting to find out if I'm going to take any July bookings coming up. But if not, I'm just going to get my back and I might inquire about my shoulder just to see. I don't know if he's going to want to do more MRIs, but this hopefully will be the last one and I'll be good to go. How's, how's your ankle, by the way? Good, yeah, same, yeah. Same. It was uh, it never, the toe is still kind of the same. Oh, okay. But I got that metal out and it, it's, I feel good. It, it's, I don't, I was talking, um, looking into different things and I might even ask him about like I don't know how what you could really do with that with stem cells in that area because mm -hmm. essentially the nerves would ha or need to grow into that big toe tendon yeah. for that to kind of come back um is that you still have one there's still one piece still left missing one right? screw still yeah, in there screw, yeah, yeah that they couldn't get out but that's not that's they, not affecting the toe according to them no oh, that's okay. not affecting it but which I still wish I would have gotten they could have got that out but it was stuck there in the was, bone yeah and they, the head broke off, oh, so there's uh, nothing you could do. They would have had to take it out. They would have had like to do some damage, yeah. and I would have been, like, off my foot for a while. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been worth it. Yeah. So it's just got a screw in there, and that's normal. That's so. But, like, doing the stem cells, and I don't know if that would – the nerves grow every which direction. They don't necessarily grow straight oh, to okay. where you need them to grow. Okay. So they could literally just be – and they grow super slow – they could literally just be going in circles, essentially, all the way. It's, I don't know what would speed up that process. I should probably be getting my leg worked on all the time, massage and just, yeah. but it's it doesn't hurt me or anything like that. Or so. happy, or go, go to like a Chinese massage place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just way. Yeah, I'm just here for the massage. We had a run doing Joe, that. I think on uh, on Wednesday after the procedure, when he's all doped up, you should swing by the house with uh, a cockroach. Cockroaches, yeah. Yeah. No, no, the procedure <laughs> isn't this start... Wednesday yet. It's just that's to set it up. To set it up. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, 
Yeah, well, I'm gonna start a new uh, diet phase, like the, the insect cockroach yeah. hey, diet. Hey, Ryan, I brought you some food because I always use those surgery days. Hey, the these are days these are different types of wings. I always use those procedure days as a way to, to have my junk meal after the uh, after the deal. Roach wings. Yeah, oh, roach wings covered in buffalo sauce, <laughs> dipped in ranch. I'm just it's so just I, I I physically want to throw up just thinking about that. That's. Well, if you wash it, wash it and clean them out and then fry them, all the bacteria is going to go away. Yeah. Just like they're, when you eat hairy little fucking legs. Oh, man. Uh, I think with that, we'll go ahead. We're going to take a quick break, come back with some tips of the week, some plugs, and maybe anything else that comes up. Hopefully not cockroaches anymore. We'll be right back after these messages, guys. Bye. I am the ultimate dryback, and I'm here to tell you about things. Need more nutrition. It is the ultimate premium in sports nutrition. Wake up, unlimited energy. I take it non stop and I have all the unlimited energy from the gods above my blood, my my skin. The energy is pouring through my system. The Big guy, all natural testosterone booster will be giving you erection to the heavens. And if you need protein, protein built muscles upon muscles, my I so hungry, premium grass fed, prebiotic, and hand whey protein. Isolate is what you need. Fat, burn body fat with shell shock extreme. Fat burner, the most powerful fat burner on the market today. Feed me more nutrition. Save 10% with podcast 10. Available on feed. MeMore.com and Amazon. We are back. It's now time for some tips of the week. Tips of the week. Yay. Book of the week this week. Another stock book. Random Walk Down Wall Street by Burton G. Machiel. My quote of the week. Intelligence without ambition is a bird without wings by Salivant. Salvador Dali. Nutrition tip of the week. Don't be afraid to try different diets. What I was talking about, whether it's keto, low carb, low low carbs, uh, keto, why have low carbs twice on that? Low fat cockroaches, guys. Cockroaches. Just whatever it is. uh, You got to try different things. Our bodies are all different. There's from the blood type diet, and there's things I agree with that, and other things that you don't, but you got to try different things. Just taking as much information as you can. And apply it, give it some time, try it for two or three months, four months, five months, whatever the, the, it may be. But don't be afraid to, to mix it up and to try to switch things up because you, you might get better results and you don't know unless you try. And as long as you're being conscious and you're working out and you're, and you're trying to improve, that's, that's the main thing. And you'll eventually you find what works and you can kind of mix and match and maybe go back and forth with different diets. Switch up your foods, try different foods, and... Uh, just don't be afraid. Workout tip of the week. When training arms, your triceps are two-thirds of your actual arm, 
and the triceps can generally tolerate more sets than your biceps. So if you're trying to grow your arms, focus more on your triceps. Obviously, focus on your biceps still, but that's sometimes a big misconception. JD, I'm sure you can uh, to attest to this, that people focus on their biceps when in actuality the triceps are what makes up the majority of the arm. Definitely, yeah. It's uh, They're so worried about the peak, but underneath will be uh, flat. Yeah. They're not... Uh... So that's uh, for all those... People out there trying to get bigger arms. I feel like every guy wants big arms. That's the one that... I noticed because I've been bowling a lot with my right hand. Yeah. I noticed my, my right bicep is bigger than my left. You need to just do left arm curls know, occasionally and like, uh, like tricep fucking extensions. I'm looking at the mirror it's like, I just realized I'm throwing a 15-pound ball every yeah. time on my right side. And then, like my arms is like... <laughs> the the uh, bowling balls only typically go up to 16, they though, right? 16, yeah. Yes. That's what... What's the rule? What's the reason behind that? Why, uh... Um... That's I don't typically know. I enough guess, for... Is this, I guess it's just... It gets to a point where there's just too much stress. At, when you yeah. get over... The ball... Because you... a heavier ball, does that give you an advantage if you... If it's like a really... Not all the time, because you can throw a 14 or a lighter ball and still get strikes. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I switch between 14 to 15. I used to throw 16... But it just takes a toll on your wrist. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times. Short career yeah, with 16. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there's there's bowlers out there that are throwing 16 pound balls. And I think that's what like, I got 16 yeah. in there. It's, I mean, there's but, big guys out there that throw, you know, six small balls throwing at 30 miles per hour. Yeah. And, you know, it can cause some damage. But and this is not always not always the, the heavier ball means strikes all the time. Do they have a PBA tour calendar with like the bowlers? Yeah. They do have all that. Yeah, they, they, they always they market have, those guys. And yeah, they they actually have like a PBA convention where they showcase different bowling balls. And yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's a whole other world of bowling. It out is. There. I I really do love bowling. It's yeah. <laughs> I want to bowl my shoulder. Like I was, I want this. Like I don't want to do any. I, I'll go occasionally. I yeah. can't. I haven't been in a bit. I, yeah. Like we got it. We gotta go sometime. We've been talking about going. We just never. I'm down. It. You don't have no idea. Like yeah. I, I'll bring the girl. The yeah, we the, should do that. Which I was gonna say, I'm gonna actually go this Wednesday. Uh, I told you, JD, that Dean Graziosi, the guy from, he's on just social media. Type, pull him up on the Dean Dean Graziosi, G R A Z I O S I, I think. Graziosi. Yeah. He's a uh, people out there. If they type, they've definitely seen him on ads. Okay. He. Uh, but uh, it's his millionaire success thing. I got two free tickets to the Tropicana this Wednesday, so I'm uh, the girl actually wants to go with me. Ooh. So uh, gonna put on a nice suit and go uh, see if I can't learn a thing or two. You get the front row seats. Get a, get a nice table. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it, do they have the actual? Well, yeah. I mean, this is him like in front of people. I'm gonna be really embarrassed if they want money when I get there for these. Yeah. <laughs> they at least is, is he is he uh, gonna be there? Yeah, this is his. He's actually he's show. marketed as being there. It's uh, so I'm uh, maybe I'll get on stage and be able to speak. Just <laughs> hi, my name is Ryback. Hello, I'm going through some hard times. Yes, <laughs> are you guys familiar with stem cells? Anybody here? Well, no. at least he's going to be there because I told you about the the Damon John one that I went to. Yeah, it's the deal. They're not there, right? Yeah, they they just sort of license his name and, oh, and uh, wow, yeah. they show like a video they, of they, them. They sprink, spr- well, they sprinkled a couple. Uh, business tips in there but then ultimately after about two two and a half hours and i mean there's people in suits and everything and and uh at the end of the two hours or three hours or whatever it was it was like listen we want to work with you exclusive we will bring damon in to work with you one-on-one and give you 30 minutes but it's like 
our our program starts three thousand for this yep. and eight thousand, yeah. and it was just like, oh, for fuck's sakes, guys, really? Yeah, they, they it's what they a lot of them do, and uh, there's sometimes I was talking about like, that with that, that girl. It's uh, you can go; these things are good. You can't, but like, there's some people that will just go to these things and read book after book after book, and like, that's what they, you just. There comes a point where you just got to fucking do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can only take so much. I love the positivity and like, like you can learn something from everybody and whatnot. But you gotta. It all comes down to you gotta. You gotta take action at some point. Yeah. And, but it, it. You can learn stuff from these. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna check this out. And see. Uh, I've seen him on a bunch of things, and uh, we'll see if I can't pick up a thing or two from this. And hopefully, it's. Uh, it's a good little deal. It gives me a reason to. Yeah, get I mean, out. I, I. I. I got like two pages, worth of notes. That we're, we're pretty good, and I also you brought a notebook to, uh, for that. What's that? Did you bring an actual notebook for that? Yeah, I brought a little scribbler. I didn't have some of these fucking Gucci uh, portfolio gimmicks that some of the people brought. Wait, is that a thing? Should I be? Should I get one of those for that to, to look the part? Dude, you go big to, dumb Ryback with his right. big bring, dumb Ryback with his mead notebook. Let's bring a gold briefcase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a Bluetooth. Dude, have a Bluetooth on your ear. Yeah. Bunch of bling on when I walk in, handing some, out feed me uh, more nutrition brochures. Staples. Jeez, yeah, I'll bring Where'd a big pink out? notebook in with me to really stand they, out. Uh, blue suit. I probably, yeah. I, I got like two pages worth of notes, and but you can tell there's people who go there and they think that there's like this secret. So they read the books and they come to these seminars, and then the guy says, "Listen." We want to know who's real serious here because this was free. You know, everybody's coming here. We want to know who's serious. So it's going to cost you this and this. And there's the people who are like, oh, that's okay. I'm going to pay this. And that's when they're going to tell me the secret. Yeah. I would and just get up and leave if I hear know, that. I'm done. Thank you. Yeah. it's. I'm not, I'm not that serious. I just wanted to bring a date out and get in the suit. It's all just going to go back home. Keep working. But. All right, we'll see. We'll talk about that next week. It should have some good things to talk about. And uh, Joe, anything you want to go ahead and plug yeah, on here? Actually, um, I was obviously gone for the last two weeks. I was in Chicago uh, for welcome the, back a, a convention. And then last Monday, we actually did the Alex. I remember I mentioned two weeks ago about the Alexis Fox yes variety show. Um, it actually went pretty well. Um, good turnout. Um, but she's also having another show. Uh, in July 16th. Okay. Um, so tickets are on sale. I'll post a link on AsianJoe.com. Um, you can also follow me on Webmaster Joe on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, yeah, hopefully you guys, if anybody in L.A., come out to uh, see the show. What's the show? Do you know what it's the, a, it's, you know, the variety of, show? It's a variety show. So comedians, musicians, if you ever want, I mean, if you want to be part of the show, let me know. I can get, get you in contact. Um, Me personally, or some of the people listening? You could. Oh, I mean, cool. you can come in there and do some do some wrestling moves if you want eat, to. Eat some chicken wings. Yeah, eat some just chicken wings. Yeah, you, we could just bring some roaches. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, just have yeah, roaches. Hey, hey, I'm gonna eat fried cockroaches <laughs> and just yeah, that'll be be part <laughs> of the, the, the show. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much anybody who wants to perform in front of a live audience. Uh, it's a good good way. Also, there's a patio. It's almost off. like a talent show kind it, of. It, it is kind of a talent show, but there's no judges. There's no place. Nobody Not judged judge. on this talent no, show. Just, just go out and just do your best. Yeah, and, yeah, but there's comedians out there who just kill it. I mean, it's hilarious. Really? Uh, but the problem is, uh, she Alexis Fox loves cannabis, loves smoking weed. There's also She does it like before the show? Yes. 
So right, so right, there's a patio outside the venue that's right next door that you can actually smoke. Yeah. So everyone in the audience, she's passing out joints to everyone, and it's like, hey, you want to go backstage and smoke a dab? All right, we'll do a dab hit. So, so in the beginning, (laughs) beginning of the show. I know. I noticed that people' reaction was really slow to some of the jokes. Yeah. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Is, I don't smoke. I don't smoke in particular. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm getting the jokes, but half the crowd like don't even, or like just do a little chuckle. Yeah, just stoned out of their minds. And they're stoned out of their minds, and and like I felt. I feel bad. like that's not the right time to give people weed. But yeah, I I kind of felt bad for the comedian, but the comedian also. Loves cannabis. Yeah. And I talked to her after the show. It's like, how do you feel about it? It's like, and she she took it in stride. It's like, you know, I understand because people are laughing on the inside. And, you know. I hope so for her sake. Yeah, I really do yeah, hope so. But they're, they're but I mean, I'm sure she's laughing. A good gauge for a comedian, though, is the noise. Yeah. So, so but, but, but I tell myself that when I'm wrestling and the crowd's not making noise. Right. They're, 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 they're making noise on the inside. Yeah, they're making that's, noise on yeah, the inside. So, uh, but <laughs> if you just want to go out and smoke, if you like cannabis, you can come out to the show and, and smoke uh, a lot of uh, marijuana. My buddy, uh, Ryan Nemeth, Dolph Ziggler's little brother, yeah? he uh, is a comedian out in California. Is he? And he does all, he was oh, probably, yeah. he does all kinds of, he does all the comedy shows. And yeah, get, like, I would love to get his contact I'll, uh, Yeah, I'll put you in contact with him. He's such a cool dude. He, okay. I think he lives in uh, North Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, or, or that's right what, actually, that, that's, that's where the venue is. Yeah. Um, I think it's like in Hollywood or like. Nearby, uh, nearby probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, he would be. He would love to do that. Yeah. He, that's what he uh, he wrestles does out he, there. Does he smoke a lot too? I don't know if he does that, okay. but he's he's such a you you'd like. He's such a good guy. Okay, well, it's a good place to start too. He's yeah. Too. No, so it's uh, cool. Good deal, JD. Anything you want to go ahead and plug on your end this week? Just the usual. Head on over to uh, Instagram at Iron Attitude JD and uh, give me a follow and. Keep up with uh, all the latest and coolest customized weight belts. And if you see something you like, send me a DM. If you're thinking about getting somebody a present or an idea, I get a lot of uh, requests for birthdays and anniversaries and and Valentine's Day gifts. I'll uh, help you as best as I can. And uh, yeah, that's about it. You do a lot of wrestling weight belts as well, like NWO, Bret Hart, Macho Man, like all that you... For the wrestling fans out there, you could do pretty much anything, right? I haven't done many, but I've had some uh, some requests. Yeah. What about have you ever have you had any Bullet Club ones yet? No. If you guys want a Bullet Club belt, you know where to go. It's for all you fans who show up in weight belts to the shows. They show up in everything else. I feel like that's going to be the next or a Feed Me More Nutrition one. But uh, all right, on my end, uh, Amazon merch on Amazon. Under Feed Me More, Feed Me More Nutrition, the big guy Ryback. Check that out. We got a new Ryback Ruthless Aggression shirt out this week. We got some more coming as well. All fan mail, please send to P.O. Box 752-740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Always getting back to that for you guys. Thank you very much. Feed Me More Nutrition on Amazon, feedmemore.com, and eBay uh, for international orders. For personal video shout-outs from myself, it is now cameo.com. Slash the big guy Ryback. Cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback. You guys have been keeping me very busy on that. Thank you very much. Getting a lot of things now with people wanting me talking shit to their friends. And, uh, which is actually catchy. Nice. I'm not, it is calling people little bitches. I, this is, 
True story. I had to decline this one. Uh, there was a guy, a wife had me send a video to her husband and uh, friends. They went to Tahoe or something, skiing or uh-huh. something. And she was like, wanted me to tell him like not to cheat, like something. And, and it was like, so you know, <laughs> keep the snake in the cage, guys, blah, blah, blah. If I find out, I'm going to come and beat you. Like, you know the deal. Yeah, Just yeah. cut a little promo for him. Really shitty example of that on the air, by the way. But uh, I just got a message from one of the guy's friends that that week the wife was caught cheating on the guy. That I left the legit, and their divorce was is cup was coming up, and they wanted me video talking shit to the wife, and I was like, I can't do this. I uh, legit true story. I had to decline it. I was like, I'm not getting caught up in this. Like I can't. Like that's the video. I could send the video privately, but like they. If she posts, I just yeah, don't. I don't want to talk shit to a girl. Like talking shit to a guy is but one thing. But that's the thing. I was like, with this Campbell thing, is like, if you start <clears> talking <throat> shit about people, people are gonna post it up online. Yeah, but I keep it. It's all like it's not nothing bad. Oh, it's okay. all. It's the guys usually like. For, it's all in fun. Sure. It's not, and it's not. It's, it's not over I the top. People just take it out of context. No, but it, it. But the thing, I think something like that, saying it to a woman. Yeah. That, that was where I was like, you know, I'm not. I'm not getting. So I apologize if you listen to the show. The guy that, that wanted that, I just, uh, staying away from that situation. I'm sorry to hear the news, though. That's All pro wrestling bookings contact Bill Barons, which I got to get his email on this to, uh, for, for promoters out there, and also book the big guy at yahoo.com. Wake up, it's feeding time. My motivational book available on Amazon in paperback, audible, and Kindle formats. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service. FuelMeals.com, save 15%. That's right, 15% with discount code, the big guy. And follow me on social media, so many damn social media handles, at CWTBG on Twitter, at Ryback22 on Twitter, at Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook, at the big guy, Ryback22 on Instagram, at Feed Me More Nutrition on Instagram, and Ryback247 on Snapchat. Thank you guys for listening. You have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the big guy. Bye. Feed me more.